Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy New Year's, y'all. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Let me say it again. Happy New Year. 2023 made just for me, right? <clears throat> so, oh, we made it. We made it to 2023. I'm grateful. I'm thankful to God for everything. Mm, mm, mm. 2023 was some work. If I ain't never put none in, I put some in 2023. I mean, 2022. I mean, when it comes to personal development, spiritual development, I think... <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I definitely got closer to God, and um, that was a good thing. I thought I was close, but not close enough. So this morning, I got up, and normally I get my hot chocolate. You know, I could talk to y'all like like we all sitting at a table. So normally I get my hot chocolate, but this morning I have some grapes. I bought some last night. Well, me and my son, we eat grapes on a regular basis. <laughs> we eat them on a regular basis, but I always like to do my hot chocolate. So good morning. Somebody's up, y'all. As soon as I get started in my podcast, it's like clockwork. It's like when I saw a podcast and it's just like you pop up. It's a podcast along. You would have thought he was coming in here to start start the show the way he ran up in here. <laughs> the way he ran up in here, you would have thought he was late for work. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so funny. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he thought he had somewhere to go. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that was the Holy Spirit pulling him up out of the bed. We don't know. But he ran up in here like he was about to, like he was the star of the show, like he was about to start podcasting. <laughs> um, but let me get back to it. My son is so funny to me. Let me definitely get to the real deal of the show, but I kind of wanted to just have a little chit-chat time, just kind of talk. You know, it's a new year, new energy, you know, wholeness, fullness, all that good stuff. Um, My only New Year's resolution, like, you know, sometimes you have a whole list of uh, resolutions. My only resolution is to be better. That's something that I work on daily. Like, that's a daily thing. To be better, to be consistent. To continue to grow. That's like, I can't even... Well, I hear that in the background. I can't even... This is what I'm talking about when I say podcasting. I can't even podcast in peace. Now, you cut that um, light up in the bathroom, please. Come on now. 
show me it. I'm finding Paul Hudson Feast. It's the first of the year. <laughs> Jesus. I can't even call her some peace. Y'all. He came running up in here like he was going to miss the new year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Making me feel like I need to start this all over. Like really start it all over. Right? But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I am going to keep going. Um, but like I was saying, normally I... Normally I have... Um, hot chocolate, but this morning I'm going to have me some grapes. <laughs> I'm going to have me some grapes this morning, y'all. And, um, I know a lot of people have their traditions. I'm not going to be smacking these grapes on this podcast. But a lot of people have their traditions about what they want to eat for New Year's. So I'm going to do, I'm definitely doing some black eyed peas and some smoked turkey in the peas, in the black eyed peas. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start cooking mines. I'm gonna start cooking mines this morning <clears throat> after I finish podcasting. If I can get through this podcast, I truly. Mm-mm. If I can get through this podcast, because it seems like the distractions <laughs> are here. <sighs> mm So let me go to the word of God because I don't know the next time you're going to pop up out here. So the word of God says this morning <clears throat> in 1 Kings, 1 Kings 8 and 23. There is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath who keepeth covenant and mercy of servants, with thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. So, basically what it's saying is we serve a God of covenant. And it's true. All through 2022, I've seen it over and over again. The covenant of God. You know, even with uh, personal development and really getting to know my gift and really like leaning into it, like really embracing it. It's one thing to have a gift, but it's another thing to embrace it, like to really fully embrace it. So you can really tap into what it is that God has given you to be, um, to make the difference in the world. A lot of times, um, from what I've seen in my own personal experience, you don't always run to it. You run away from it because the demand that it has on your life, the, like the, the, the demand that it has on your life is sometimes scary. And that's real talk because, you know, it's like once you, once you tap into it, once you surrender to it, like fully surrender 
you already know what you have to do. And there's really no going back. You have to keep going. And so you have to kind of push yourself to the next level. You have to kind of push yourself a little harder to get exactly where it is that God wants you to be. So, you know, when you really start to embrace your gift and you really start to surrender yourself and give yourself to God, it's, it's work. And it comes with, you know, what they, the saying, they say new levels, new devils, it comes with different challenges. That's why it's good to have a strong prayer life because spiritual warfare is real. Spiritual warfare is real. So it's good to know how to pray. It's good to know how to keep yourself encouraged. It's good to know how to partner with other kingdom kids and light workers to get what you need to get done via the kingdom. That's why so many of us out here, that's why so many of us, because we all need one another in our own way, right? No one's gift is for self. No one's gift is for self. It's just not, that's not the reality of it. And you would like to think it's, it's for you, but it's really, it's nothing, no, nothing is ever really about you. It's about what God wants you to do for the world. No experience in life is ever really um, about you. It's just about developing you and giving you that extra push to get you to where it is that God wants you to be. And um, what I've seen is God has started to clear, when it's your time to shine, he'll start to clear the path. He'll make it clear for you. He'll I'm not going to say things will be easy, but he'll give you what you need to get where you need to go. And so reading that scripture, when it talks about covenant in 1 Kings 8 and 23, you know, covenant, covenant is real. You know, God's covenant is real. He wants us to live a full life. He wants us to live a happy life. He wants us to live a healthy life. All those things means mean something, right? So I do appreciate that scripture and that reading this morning because I never know what I'm going to be reading day by day. Everything is, is always new. So I can read this Bible a thousand times and... Um, I'll see something different in the same scripture each time. So when looking at my reading, my reading talks about wholeness through prayer. Now this is this is what I've been talking about all last year, and I'm gonna start this year off with it. Wholeness through prayer. It says in um, Philippians three and seventeen, the word of God says, "But whatever was <clears throat> to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ." So it says, but whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss um, for the sake of Christ. So that's basically saying once you really tap in and once you really surrender yourself, you don't you don't look at what what profits you can get. Like you don't look at the money aspect. Yes, money comes because your gift will make room for you, but you don't have to look at it as all about financial gain. At least you shouldn't. If your heart is in the right place, I'm not saying that being in ministry, you have to be broke. That's definitely not what I'm saying. God will provide and take care of his own. Um, but you don't have to make it all about income. You have to make it more about impact, not income, more about impact. The impact of what it is that God wants you to do is so much greater than what you can get paid. The, the richness that you get from answering your call is so much richer than what your bank account can say, like truly, right? 
So it's so good to always go into, like when you start to embrace your gift, to go into your gift knowing it's not about income, but it's about, it's about impact. But my needs will be net, be met. God will provide all my needs. Going into it with that mindset, knowing that, you know, <clears throat> the fullness of just answering the call and being available when um, God needs you to be available. That's not always... Um, always easy. We come into so many different situations. I remember many years ago when I was young and I was younger and I was scared of my gift because like, it would just, oh, it would just happen. Right. And so I didn't know how to, I knew what it was, but I, I just really didn't know how to, to grasp or like the understanding of making it a part of my normal day. Right. So I remember many years ago and I talk about this, it was a, a man on the train and I was sitting in my seat and then he was like across and I could hear God speaking to me saying, go over there and talk to him. And he was just sitting there. And then he started standing and I, I didn't know him. Didn't know him from a can of worms. I'd never seen him before. And God said, go over there and tell him that it's going to be okay to hold on that it's, it's going to be okay. Things are going to get better. Don't give up. And I was just sitting there in my mind like, what? You want me to go with this, this strange man and say that? And this is what I mean going back and forth. So I just, it just, I could, I just kept hearing it. It was like a, it was like a, a, a push, like a pressure. You know, it's like, I felt like I was being pressured out of my seat. Like it was like a strong demand, like I couldn't settle. So I got up and I went over there and I was nervous and everything. I was like, oh my God, I hope this, he don't look at me like I'm crazy or like flip out. I just didn't know how it was going to be. And I looked at him and I, he was, I guess he was getting ready for a soft to come. And I was like, I just, you know, God wanted me to tell you that everything is going to be okay, that it's going to work out. Everything is going to be fine to just hold on. And when I said that, he started to cry. I had no idea what he was going on in his life. I had no idea what his day had been like. I, did, I didn't know. I didn't know what his plans was that for himself that day. But he needed that encouragement. And that's what I mean when I say answering the call. Because that was basically like a call. I didn't know this person I knew I was hearing the voice of God. I didn't know how this person was going to respond to me when I said that because he didn't know me either. But when I said it, he started to cry and he said, thank you. Thank you so much. Grabbed my hand and everything really tight, you know, and just was so grateful, but in tears. Because he said he really needed to hear those words at that moment. Like he needed to hear, he, he, needed, he needed to hear that before he got off the train. Right. And so that's why I say sometimes God puts us in places, you know, like I'm thinking I'm just on a regular train ride. But the whole time I was on a mission, I, God knew he was going to be on that train. He knew I was going to be on that train. Right. And so that's what answering the call is like. But, you know, uh, fully tapping into your gift and fully surrendering to God is something different because it makes your call and makes your gifting so much more powerful because you're now really embracing it. 
at that time I wasn't fully embracing it. I really, I, I knew I, I did have some understanding, but I wasn't fully embracing it. And I didn't know how to make it, make it into like the normalcy of my world, my day. I didn't know how to do that <clears throat> because it just, no one else was really doing it. Like in my bracket, my friends, no one else was um, doing it. So, um, you know, it's just a blessing when you can do that. You, when you have a gift to do that, you know, when you can speak to someone's, like we're speaking to someone's life and make a difference, it, it means something. And so um, that's why when the word says, talking about wholeness through prayer, <clears throat> and then Philippians 3 and 7, it says, but whatever was to my prophet, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ, right? We have to always go into, um, when we start to, walking our calling, knowing that God will provide and take care of us, but also knowing that it's not about profit, it's about impact. You know, it comes off so much, you know, you because then you're freeing up your mind, space, your spirit, your soul, everything is just open and free, right? It's nothing wrong with getting tithes and offerings, y'all. I'm, I'm not saying that. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I truly believe there's, I, I believe it and I know it, that tithing opens doors. All fronts open doors. Let me tell you something. Need something from God and sow into his kingdom. I'm not telling people to do this. What I'm saying is, is that I've known, I know I, over the years, I was a faithful tither, and I, not, I, I was never without. I was never without. I was never without. I was never without. So I believe in that. And, and towards the end of the year, God was speaking to me about being more consistent and getting back to that. That's why I say when God starts to work on you. Being more consistent and getting back to that. Because if the seed can't meet the need, you're supposed to sow it. If the seed cannot meet the need, you're supposed to sow it. No people don't want to hear that. But the truth of the matter is, if the seed does not meet your need, you're supposed to sow it into good ground. Right? Your church. Um, at least that's what I did. That's how I do right? Sow it. And and the door will open. The opportunities will come. You'll see. Don't do it looking for gain, though. Do it because you're being obedient. It's an obedience. If the seed can't meet the need, you're supposed to sow it. And then the door will open. That's just how it's worked all my life from what I've seen. So then in my reading, it says prayer has to do with the whole being of a person. When a person prays, he does so with his whole nature. When he receives when he receives benefits in prayer, it involves his whole being. Yes, it does. The largest results of praying come to him who give himself, all of himself, all that belongs to himself, to God. This is the secret of full consecration. 
and the sort of praying that produces the largest fruit. And that's what I was talking about, the consecration piece and giving your whole self, being fully committed, embracing your gift. We're in a new year. We all, I mean, I believe everyone has their own special gifts and talents. I know I do. Do we always tap into it? No. Do we always know what they are? No. But when you do know what they are, it is good to utilize them. It is good to tap into it. Um, I remember uh, maybe September or early November, I had a dream. And in that dream, uh, I like to write. I do. I, 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 I love poetry. I write it. Um, and it just comes. I write it as it comes. I don't sit and think about it. I just put the words together as they, I hear them. I put them out there. And so um, I'm working on something and God is pushing me to finish. And so this morning when I woke up, I hear God saying, write an hour a day. Can you give me at least an hour? Can you focus... I need you to put an hour a day into this project. That's 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 what I heard. I need you to put an hour a day into this project. Write it. I don't need this project. You need to finish this by January. This needs to be done by the end of January or before. You need it needs to be finished. So if I give an hour a day, if I'm obedient, I'll have it done. The crazy thing is I started writing and the way it works is it's like the it's a it's a it's an unwritten book. I don't know if anyone understands this, but it's like it's not finished because it's in me. So it's like each time I get to another like chapter or another phase of the writing, then the next one comes. That might sound strange. It sounds strange to me, but it's because it's in me. So I can't Google it. I can't. It's nowhere in a book anywhere. These, it's in me. So I have to write and I have to complete one page to the next. And then it's like the next page unfolds. So in order for me to get to the end, I have to keep writing so the next chapter can be released within. I know that sounds so strange, but it's how it works. It's how it works. And even when I write and I look back, I'll be like, man, that's good. But it's the it's the pages within. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to use that the pages within. It's real. It's the pages within. I'm gonna have to write a poem called The Pages Within. Like, because that's that's what it is. It's the pages within. You can't turn to the next page and say you finish the last page. And it just goes on and on and on and on. Um, especially when it's something that God has given you. And so fully surrendering means to like all of your gifts, your talents. What What is it God wants you to do? You know. It's possible that myself and others could have lived a life where we thought we knew that well we thought we was actually working in our full calling but in all reality it could have been a temporary call 
man, this is what you want to do for now because I need you to gain some experience about, you know, self-identity when it comes to understanding people, who you are, you know, and you learn yourself through interactions with other people. That's how you understand who you are. You, that's how you understand your identity. Um, life experiences, you you change. We change as a person. Each person changes as they grow. No one stays the same, right? And so me and the field that I've been working in, it's a, it's a field where I have to work with people. And so to hear God pulling me, it's like, okay, this is what I'm familiar with. This is what I hear you calling me to do. Make this thing work. So with writing, I get to be that, um, that I get to be in that space of being a loner because I, I, I have to be in peace. I can't have a lot of noise and stuff. I can't have a lot of distractions. When I write, I have to be sitting in a quiet space. A lot of times it, it happens early in the morning when I can really do it well. It's like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. That's when I can do it well. That's when it's the most peaceful for me. Like it's the most peaceful. That's when it's like it pours. It's just like pouring. I could just, you know, the words and the stories just come and it's at those hours. And so that's when I can just be that, that, that me where I get to just sit in isolation and just let the creativity run. And then when, you know, a regular day is like what, you know, my work and this and that, all the other noises that you deal with. So allowing yourself to be, moved into where it is that God wants you to go and do what it is that he wants you to do is a great thing. And the blessing is he'll open up opportunities to allow you to have that creativity time. A lot of times we don't have that time because we're so busy trying to save the world, right? And so that's why when it talks about wholeness through prayer, wholeness through prayer will get you to the place that God wants you to get to. And then he'll start to give you the answers that you need through prayer through fasting, through through tithing, all of those things kind of work together. All of those things kind of work together. Yesterday I was talking about how all the Jews within the word of God is in the Bible, you know? So for me, this is my new year, my first podcast of new year, but just talking about wholeness through prayer, talking about gifting, understanding your gift, understanding that it's okay not to know what your gift is, or when you start to tap into it, understanding that you're not going to be perfect. It's a job. It's work. You know, embracing it. I know for me, embracing it was difficult. Because there's not, I'm not normal. I'm not like every, <clears throat> I'm not like everybody else. So just embracing the gift within, especially when it comes to um, tapping into the word of God, and fully trusting God and fully giving myself to God, tapping into that and allowing God to use me in my call, right? Tapping into that. This is, you know, this is going to be a good year. I feel like I'm doing like a recap. And maybe this is helping somebody with just understanding that transition is real. Life phases are real. But keep pushing because you're going to get to a place where you get, you start to realize all it is that you need to realize so that you can move how it is that God wants you to move. So 
So I feel like, I feel like not just today, but all the days of this year are going to be great. That's how I feel. So I woke up with so much expectation, so so much excitement about just today, just about getting to this place, getting to this year. And um, I'm ready. I haven't wrote a poem. I can't remember the last time I wrote a poem, but I wrote today. I can just feel it in me. It's like, I don't know. I guess it's something that people who write creators have. It's like when you write something and you really like, I like everything that I write. But it's like when you write something and you know it's just a lot of you in it and you're just pulling it from the deep down in your soul, it just feels good. It feels good and it sounds good. So, you know, I'm, I have high expectations for this year. Um, I can't, I don't know which, how it's all going to play out, but I do feel good about this year. I feel good about every year. Um, 2022 was definitely a year, <laughs> but nothing, you know, every experience was necessary. And um, it's all about growth, too. It's all about growth and understanding. And um, it's all about personal development. You know, you'll be amazed how a situation can really help develop you and give you strength in areas that you thought you were strong in, but you wasn't really that strong in. So I just encourage everyone, I encourage everyone today and for the rest of the year to tap into God Really focus on your goals. Take your time, but push. Last year, I, I felt like I, you know, I took my time because, you know, grieving and loss is real. Um, so being able to know when you have to take time for you is very important. Your goals are important too, but knowing when you need time for yourself, it's, it's like personal health, mental health, all that stuff is real. And so um, I can't say what other people's year is going to be like, but just do what it is. Push yourself. Take a break when needed. Um, love yourself. Love God. Love your family. Um, understand change is okay. Understand change is sometimes necessary for you to grow. And just do your best at whatever it is that you do. Do your best. Forgive. Love. You know, all of those wonderful things. You know, I woke up and I looked at my son and I was like, yes, we did it. We here, right? We made it to 2023. And um, I was just grateful. You know, grateful for for him, for me. You know, it's been, last year was busy. So, you know, I I just wanted to kind of share that this morning. You know, reading from First Kings about how God keeps his covenant and just talking about the wholeness of prayer, how you can't put a price on what it is that God has for you to do for the world, what your gift will make room for you, how sowing the seed 
it's necessary because if the seed can't meet the need, it should be sown. Those things are important. And just um, expecting goodness, expecting amazing things to happen. You know, put yourself in the mindset of always not being available always, but when God wants to use you, open yourself to that saying, God, you can use me at any time. I talked about the guy on the train and how I was a little bit afraid to even say anything, but I'm glad that I did because this reaction told me that he needed it. And that's what God knew. And that also clarifies how God is everywhere and how he loves us, that he will send a stranger to tell you to hold on. I, like I said, I had no clue who this guy was still until this day. I never even asked him his name because his thought was coming up. But what he planned after he got off that train, I don't know. But God wanted me to speak to him at that moment. So being open to take risks. That was, I took a risk. I didn't know how that was going to turn out. But I took that risk and it changed his life. He was able to walk away. Got, he got off that train knowing that I'm not alone. And sometimes that's what it's all about, y'all. It's about God using people to help you to understand you're not by yourself. You, I didn't even know him. He didn't know me, but I, God knew me. God knew him. And God used me to speak to him because he wanted him to know you're not by yourself. I'm here. No, you can't physically see me, but I'm in all my children. And because I'm in all my children, my hand stretches far. I'm everywhere. And that's what that was that moment when I went and said, God wanted me to tell you. And 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 I don't know how many experiences he had ever had like that, but I said, God wanted me to tell you. And he embraced it. It put him in tears. Just to hear somebody say, hold on. It wasn't even about me. It was God. God was using me to get to him, right? I was a complete stranger, but I possibly saved his life. I didn't know if he, what happened. I couldn't have told you, but he needed to hear it. And that's what, that's the love of God, y'all. That's why I say God is everywhere. He uses us to help one another. I didn't get nothing out of that. I felt relieved because the pressure of getting out, just what I was hearing God tell me was great. It was like a, it was like a, oh, it was like a heaviness. But the moment I released the word, I felt great, right? I felt great. So sometimes it's just about us being in position to be a light to somebody else. Being in position to be a light to somebody else. Y'all have so much brokenness in the world. We need people like myself, other people out there, light workers, to keep pushing the light, y'all. Keep pushing the light. Keep pushing the light. Keep talking about the goodness of God. Keep encouraging people. I love it when I see people using their gifts. I use mine. I might be, you know, small beginners, but that's okay. That's okay because I know what I have is real. It's authentic. I can't get on here. I don't make anything up, you know? And like I said, I like to operate in, in love. I like to lead with love. 
it's so important because people need to feel that, you know, they need to feel that you really care, you know, they need to feel that you, you know, it's not all about getting something out of the deal. It's not all about a game. You know, people need to feel that that's important. It's important to be able to give that, you know, just because just because that's who you are. And this is why God chooses his children the way he chooses them. Because he, he choose people who, you know, he just look at you and say, you the one. And you be like, really, am I? He be like, no, you the one. And because you the one, let's get started. And when God starts to purge you and he starts to, he starts to really work on you, you got to see, you, you want to start to see yourself. The transition is serious. Because what happens is, it's all, all mask off. You can't hide from God. You can't pretend. He sees you. But then it's not, the, the goal is for you to see you. The goal is for you to see you. And then the question is, when you do, will you like it? The question is, when you start to see yourself, will you like it? Nine times out of ten, speaking from experience, no. No, you won't. No, you will not. There is no perfect person out there. <clears throat> there is no, I don't care how long somebody say they've been in church and how many long skirts they put on. I don't care how many neckties they done wore. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean anything. Because even those people sometimes haven't met who they really are. They haven't met themselves. It comes with transition of being purged. You, you have to be purged. And that's why certain situations happen. It's because it's a purging. So that you can become a better person, a better version of you. Not for... for um, not for um, financial gain, but for personal development and self-gain. You know, God teaches you to get past people. Who cares what you think? God teaches you that. He teaches you to focus on him and to completely give yourself to him and completely, you know, embrace where he's taking you, even if it's painful. Embrace the pain because the only way you can push through something is if you embrace it. So once you embrace it, you're holding that pain and you're pushing through and then you're pushing through and then you're pushing through. And then once you get to where God's taking you, the pain falls off. And then you keep pushing and you keep pushing. You run into some other things and then that falls off and you keep pushing and you keep pushing. And next thing you know, you, next thing you know you're going to push yourself into your destiny. I spoke yesterday and I talked about how last year coming into the new year, I came with my grandmother, but I was okay with the fact that God had called her home because she's been so faithful. She was so faithful on this earth. He was like, I need her here in the kingdom. It's her time. That wasn't easy for me. I understood it. I accepted that that was the call that God made. And then she, she, she answered and said, yes, thank you. Take me. I've done my part. And then the, the, the process of that for me was getting through it, right? And that's another push. 
So life happens, but you just have to keep pushing. And then you get to a place called freedom. You get to a place where you just every you you just know that you did it. You know that you did it. You can like raise your head up high and say, through it all, I've trusted God. I believe in God. I gave myself to God. And look what he's done for me. Look where I am now. I could have never imagined I would have so much freedom in my spirit and so much peace. But because I continue to push and I continue to strive, I can't even imagine the doors that's going to. I can't, I can't imagine. Like the song say, eyes haven't seen. I can't even imagine. But God needed me to get to a place where I would be open, willing, ready. Right? Ooh. Yes. So, welcome to 2023, y'all. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. Remember, it's all about personal development. It's all about self-love. It's all about peace. It's all about pushing. And it's all about growing. So I'm going to get off of here. I'm up, but I'm going to go back to sleep. I've been up half the night ushering in this new year. I was up. So I was up. I'm always up there. I do my morning prayers. But I'm going to rest a little, and then I'm going to get up. But I wanted to make sure I got up and did my podcast. Talk to you guys. Put that good energy out there. Encourage you guys to be blessed. Encourage you guys to hold on to your hope, your dreams. If you're in a phase where you're dealing with grief and loss, keep pushing. Keep thriving. Keep pushing. Stay positive. Don't let all the noises and all the thoughts of other people drown out what you feel and what it is that you have to do in the kingdom. So I'm going to get off here. I'm going to start getting ready to fix my black eyed peas and my smoked turkey. And I'm going to do what it is I have to do for today to enjoy today. Peace out. Be blessed.